The heartland of America isn't a place you think of as violent. You think of apple pies, you think of Sunday church, you think of wholesome family time. Then something so disturbing happens that it changes how you feel and think about a place forever. I'm Christina. And I'm Kristen. And today on The Real Crime Podcast, we are going to be telling you all about the yet unsolved brutal murder of Ashley Oakland. There's no place quite like home, right? This is the Real Crime Podcast. was a real estate agent in West Des Moines, Iowa. In 2011, she was killed by an unknown assailant. There has still been no motive established. 27-year-old Ashley was born in Ames, Iowa on December 30th in 1983. So Ames is the town in Iowa where I lived when I lived there. That's also like your Five birthday. days after my birthday. <laughs> yeah. My birthday is December 25th, 1983. So I felt a lot of odd connection. And even just in reading about Ashley and getting to know Ashley, there was so much about her that... Similar. So similar. Like bizarrely similar. Blonde, too. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I feel like we would have been friends. You know what I mean? Had we Had we grown up together or something, I right. feel like we would have been friends. It's crazy. So Ashley graduated from Ballard High School in Iowa, in Ballard, Iowa, then went to the University of Northern Iowa. Then she transferred to Iowa State, which is in Ames. After her graduation, she decided to go into real estate. Uh, I totally get that. (laughs) It seems to be super common. You know, you get your college degree and then you're like, I'm going to do this job that is a $600 certificate program instead. And it's going to take me a lot further. That's my wife, Rachel, actually got her real estate license right after college. No kidding. And then didn't do anything didn't with it. Didn't do anything with it. Yeah. Actually, you know, I don't even think she f- went as far, but she went to school for it for a little that's bit. That's crazy. Took classes. I love it. The classes are great. I mean, I think it's one of those weird things that it's good for people to know and understand and all of that because yeah. eventually you're going to have to do something within your life that relates to real estate. And it's... It's honestly like $600 worth of peace of mind and honestly knowing what you're getting yourself into, which is... I still just call you for all my real estate-based questions. Or you just call me. It's fine. (laughs) Anyway. So after her graduation, she went into real estate and she immediately started working in the field. 
In 2011, she was working an open house or possibly keeping office hours. It, it was kind of hard to tell. It was within a model home in West Des Moines, Iowa for a an area that was just building up, so newer construction. Now, the area she was working in at this point was mostly residential, newer construction, as I mentioned, not a lot of traffic, no businesses, no security footage, so nothing having eyes on the property where she was. Unfortunately. Exactly. On the day of her murder, April 8th, 2011, an employee of the complex heard a scuffle and two gunshots. Now, this employee is going to come up later, so we'll we'll get back to that. Ashley was found with two gunshot wounds, one to the head, one to the chest. She was rushed to the hospital, but her wounds were fatal. Now, in the last 10 years since this case actually occurred, a few details have emerged. A scruffy-looking male was seen frequenting that location. A black SUV, possibly an Escalade, was said to have been seen outside of the model home that day. The gunshot wounds seemed to be more of a hit, like a like a mafia hit sort of thing. And there was really no release of information as far as sexual assault or extreme violence. Plus no report of anything within the model home being missing, missing or stolen. Right. So one, one, two shots total, one to the head, one to the chest, and they were fatal. That's not direct. Right. That's, that's intentional. Exactly. That's, that's not some, you know, random robber who's never held a gun before right. walking in and just kind of aimlessly shooting to whoever to shot name. her knew how to shoot a gun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, according to phone records, she sent a text about five minutes before she was shot with no warning or fear around it. So there was n- no wording in that text message that would have made anyone think she might be in trouble. Right. And you would think. If there was, if you were being attacked, then, you know, you would know. Or if someone had walked in. Right. You would send someone. You would definitely send something. If I'm at work or in a model home alone. Right. And someone walks in, I'm going to send someone some sort of message alerting them. Absolutely. That I'm not alone. Absolutely. So that didn't happen in this case. Right. Right. So after the death of an agent in Little Rock, Arkansas, Beverly Carter, Police tried to see if there were any links between her and Ashley, but there was no luck with that, unfortunately. Although their cases were incredibly similar, there was just no connection. In this case, there have been more than 900 leads reported, and there are still no known suspects or motives. Now, Which is really crazy. Yes. 900 leads. It's, it's nuts. So basically, they went through everyone in the state of Iowa. Right. Pretty much. At least that area of Iowa. Absolutely. So now remember that employee that I mentioned earlier? Interestingly enough, about two weeks after Ashley's death, that same employee that found her left a note for her mother. She was 53. This this employee was 53. That she had to think about some things and left with pills and a knife heading to a quote unquote nice hotel. That's how it was described in the article. Now, the employee did not commit suicide, and hopefully she got the help she needed, but 
what motivated that? Right. What were the things that she had to think about? Right. Like, did she know more than... Did she see something and she was threatened or exactly, something like that? Exactly. Like, was she in on something and just never came forward? And although this was just a suicide attempt, there was an actual fully completed suicide that is actually tied to this murder. So Joseph Cruz, a 52-year-old agent who was apparently questioned about the murder of Ashley, died by suicide two months to the day that Ashley was murdered. He was found in his black SUV, a Nissan Bravada, not an Escalade, but they look a lot alike. Yeah, they're same build. Exactly. And I don't know enough about cars that... It's a large SUV. Exactly. It's a large black SUV. So if I were to see that and someone said, could it have been an Escalade? I said, sure. You know, like that would have been my reaction. His sister states that he was cleared, but it's really kind of a crazy coincidence. Also, his sister states that, not the police. Exactly. Exactly. So that's an important note for sure. And again, he was never named as any type of formal suspect, but he's also no longer living. So it may be something that they just didn't do or haven't looked into or ran out of time on looking into. Right. Unfortunately, this is an incredibly short retelling because there just isn't information out there. There's really nothing. And you know, her her family continues to wonder and continues to keep hope that someday it will be solved, it will be closed. But really, we kind of put this out there as a warning. I, I don't think, especially a lot of new incoming realtors, realize what a dangerous profession this can be. And Especially no, if you're alone somewhere. Exactly. And 90% of the time, if you're doing an open house, you don't have another agent right, with you. You're alone. Exactly. Exactly. And anyone can come in off the street. It's advertised. Your location is advertised on social media, in newspapers, on the internet. You're telling the world, hey, I'm going to be here from this hour to this hour. Alone. Alone, completely unarmed, you know, looking for random strangers to come in off the street and and talk to me. It's the same with, you know, meeting a new client for the first time and taking them out uh, to show them houses. I mean, it's literally in the job description, but never, ever, ever let them get in the car. You have to keep your senses about you. I will always stress the fact that there is no commission out there worth your life. And I remind myself of that all the time. It's it's just one of those things. I remind fellow agents of that all the time. If they have something that feels off, If your gut is telling you, don't do it. Exactly. Don't do it. And we will definitely be covering even more of that in future episodes where agents got that kind of gut instinct of maybe I shouldn't do this, but ignored it. I could really use the paycheck or whatever it happens to be. And suddenly they ignored it and now they're no longer with us. And it's it's crazy. It happens a lot more than you expect. It, It really does. It really does. I mean, it wasn't until... We started researching for this podcast that I really started looking into it. Right. And it's one of those things that's definitely not covered in that $600 real estate course. You know, the two things they don't tell you about is your 
your potential of death is much higher and um or injury even if it's not death i mean you could you could be injured you could be attacked anything is possible and it happens more often than you think and on top of that they also don't teach you how to open lock boxes which is really crummy because that's a huge part of the job too so <laughs> anyway the tragedy of ashley oakland is just devastating i mean i've i've actually spoken to some people who knew her family and um definitely a a tragic thing a tragic experience for the area for the town um and for all of the people who knew and loved her so it's really not something that we ever want to see happen in the future but consider this kind of a healthy warning to keep your wits about you whether you're a real estate agent or just an individual traveling alone you know yep absolutely so that's our episode this week make Unfortunately, sure Unfortunately, there's no ending for it. i know i know but we will definitely keep you posted this is one that i google all the time yep. to find out if anything's been updated um so definitely you know we'll keep you posted if anything comes up if anything changes Make sure that you are following us on Instagram at The Real Crime Podcast. Our Facebook page. Uh, which is The Real Crime Podcast. It's or a, you can email us. Absolutely. The Real Crime Podcast at gmail.com. And make sure that you click on and follow and subscribe to all of our episodes on Spotify, on Apple iTunes, wherever you listen. We're on Good Pods now, which is an awesome uh, format and uh, platform for you to be able to listen to all of your podcasts and rate and review. So we'd love to hear from you there. Uh, we do love five-star ratings. So if you want to log in and leave us all the stars, we'd be happy to collect them from you. <laughs> and uh, if you ever want to suggest a case, uh, have a question for us, please feel free to reach out. We would love to hear from you and chat with you on it. All right. Until next week, we will uh, see you then. Thank you for listening. Every time. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye.